Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. title of today's message is Awaken Your Gift. Now here's the deal. Everybody has a gift. Everybody has a gift. Whether you realize it or not, you have a gift. Some say, man, I don't know, man, my personality... My personality is irritating. No, your personality is a gift. You may have some rough edges. You may have to polish some of your gift there. I remember growing up, man, some aspects of my personality I truly hated because I'm an extrovert. I'm naturally a free spirit. I'm a great starter, but I have a hard time being a good finisher sometimes. There's just different weaknesses with, with being the life of the party, the extrovert. There just are. Somebody one time called me a social butterfly. Said, man, you're just talking to everybody. I said, that's just who I am. Well, that's one of the gifts that God has given me. I can use that for his kingdom. You say, man, I'm an introvert. Well, there's a giftedness there, though. You don't have to be around people all the time. That's good. You recharge alone. That's good. People need to get a revelation of that. Everybody needs alone time. So see, introverts already have that peg. They, they know I need to be alone to recharge. Extroverts don't know that all the time. There's a gift. You say, man, what about the way I look? Oh, yeah, the way you look is a gift. You say, how on earth? But I don't, you know, you're like, I don't look like a movie star. No, you know what? The way you look is a gift because you are relatable to someone else who has similar traits physically. You say, man, my skin tone is a gift? Yeah. Don't you remember the song, Jesus Loves the Little Children of the World? Red and yellow, black and white, they're precious in his sight. Yeah. You're relatable to people. My heritage is a gift. People talk to me. This is great. I think this is great. People talk to me, and they don't know my heritage all the time. I say, man, is, is he a white guy? Wait, he said a Spanish word. What is he? I'm of mixed heritage, but I can, I can relate to both folks. I speak Spanish, but I can relate to people even based upon how I look. Did you know I use my bald head as a gift? I do. I do. I relate to guys. I talk to them. I say, hey, man, nice haircut. It's an excuse to talk to people and be warm and be kind. I, I use it as a gift from God. What is a gift? Now, let's get it. There's different types of gifts. You say, man, an ability to speak, an ability to remember things well. I'm good with my hands. What is your gift? You say, you may be saying this morning, I need to awaken my gift, or I'm not sure what it is. Come on, let's go to Ephesians 4.4. Ephesians 4.4. Check this out. For there is one body and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all, in all, and living through all. However, he has given each one of us a special what? Are you with me this morning? A special what? A special gift through the generosity of Christ. Now that word gift is interesting because in the Greek it means he's given each one of us, the actual translation, the direct translation is a grace. A grace. That's an interesting word because grace, some have called it unmerited favor, undeserved favor in a certain area, empowerment. So your gift is God's favor in a certain area. I tell you what, man, I've sold some of the weirdest stuff. But I feel like that is a gift from God be able to get something and sell it. I've sold 
Recently, my wife was like, baby, you need to give that away. I'm like, no, we need the money for this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell that. I'm going to use that money. Her birthday was coming up. I wasn't going to tell her that, but I needed a little bit extra. I wanted to do a little bit extra. So I sold, can you believe this, a seven-and-a-half-year-old Tempur-Pedic pillow. Some are going, that's just gross. Well, it's, it's washable and all that. And it's heavy. it was heavy and hard and firm. I'm serious. An intruder coming into the house, you could catch him off guard and use it as a weapon. Heavy. We've tossed it across the bed before. And it's like, <laughs> just big and heavy. Well, somebody needed it. And somehow it sold. I've sold used shoes. Now, I've given away lots of shoes, but I've sold used shoes that were in good condition. I've sold different things. That's a gift. Some say, man, fashion is my gift. And you're right. Some, some people just think fashion is their gift. I know fashion's not my gift. <laughs> I got two choices in belt color most of the time, black or brown, and two cho- choices in, in dress shoe color, and I'm like, black or brown. And then navy blue looks like black to me, and black looks like navy blue to me. I'm like, that's a nice navy blue shirt. They're all, it's black. I'm all, that, man, that is a really sharp black on you. Black's a good color. They're all, that's navy blue. This is a true story. I have a jacket my wife bought for me for Christmas of 2013. And up until about three or four months ago, I thought it was black. And people were being sweet, my wife too. They're like, no, I can see where that... You know, that looks black, kind of, you know, and it's an odd color but because it's, it's some kind of a deep, deep midnight blue. But that's not my gifting. I like colors. I want to wear bright colors. I want to match. I'm just not naturally good at all that. And I have a good memory so I can remember what matches. But sometimes colors look odd to me. I'm not really fully, completely colorblind. But fashion is not my gift. So I'm asking you this morning, what is your gift? And we're going to take some steps on awakening your gift because you've been given a special gift or a special grace an empowerment to do something that others around you may not do as well now i want to step on the lie this morning that you are not gifted that's a lie from hell that's a lie from the enemy you are gifted you say no i don't have a gift Uh uh-huh one of your gifts may just be that you're generous and you're a giver how could that be a gift man you love giving You love sharing your faith. You love being available to somebody. You may say, man, I talk too much. Hey, talking can be a gift. Look, here I am. Scripture says God uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. I would have, man, I I knew I had a call on my life. I wanted to serve God in the ministry. But man, who would have thought? I used to be terrified. I used to be scared to speak in front of people. I'd start to shake. Isn't that crazy? I was scared. So what's your gift? What's your grace? Let's go to Romans eleven twenty nine. Romans eleven twenty nine. This is a really good verse for this. For God's gifts and His call can never be withdrawn. Once God has given it to you, it's yours. Now use it or lose it, that's up to you. Have you noticed, if you don't practice something, you tend to not do as well with it? Spanish is not my native tongue, so I have to practice it. Otherwise, it becomes like a tongue twister to me. Now, I have a gift for speaking it, I believe, and I, I believe I have a gift for language, but I have to practice it. It's not my native tongue, so I don't... Man, when it's time to translate for Dad, I always take it with fear and trembling. 
Or I have to translate, I say, Lord, you got to help me. And I tell the Lord, I humble myself before him. I say, God, this is a gift you've given me, but I, I'm not going to make any assumptions. I'm not going to say, oh, man, I'm going to just go out there and do what I've always done. No, I'm going to have confidence, God, but I'm going to have trust in you. It's a gift you've given me, and I'm going to work on it. I'm going to keep it sharp. The week before, I'll be speaking in Spanish extra. The day before, I'll walk around here at the church praying, reading the Spanish Bible out loud, going over words, getting ready. Okay? So everybody's been given a gift. God's gifts and His call can never be withdrawn. You say, man, I know there's different kinds of gifts, Pastor Matt, but what is, what is my gift? Well, number one this morning, I've got a really good suggestion for you. Why don't you go to your designer, your creator? the God of the universe. Ask God. Say, man, I've seen some gifts. Sometimes you've been operating a gift and didn't realize that you were strong in that area. You were good in that area. You didn't even know you were good at that. And it, you may think it's silly, but even a small gift, seemingly silly, can be helpful. Did you know we figured out this last Thanksgiving that I have an above average tolerance for onions when I'm cutting them? What's that for? Everybody in the kitchen crying, and I'm cutting onions. I don't know if it was a fluke, but it kept happening, and I cut onion after onion. I'm very slow. I'm not very great in the kitchen. And I cut numerous onions for Jen, and she was going, you're not crying. And I'm like, about what? <laughs> oh, the onion. Oh, you know, and everybody's like, oh, man, it's, those are strong. My gift in that area, if that's even a gift, is so I can help and serve. You say, man, that's kind of silly. Yeah, I just want, I want to let you know that whatever you have, God can use. Whatever you have. Here's a weird one. I'm not easily grossed out. Throw up doesn't make me throw up. What's that for? Am I called to be a male nurse? No, I'm not. But I can help somebody if they're having a hard time, right? I can be available. I, I don't know. There's these little areas of strength, and you're like, what, what is that for? You know what? You need to ask God. I'm sure today you're not going to leave this house and go, man, Pastor Matt really excited me. I don't think throw up makes me vomit or makes me grossed out, so I'm going to use that. for. Hey, you can use whatever for God's glory, but I'm sure you're going to be asking God, Lord, what is the gift that you've given me? Lord, show me my gift. Let's go to James 1.17 in the New King James Version. I love this one. God really laid this one on my heart. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. God is never changing. But he gives, let's go back to the beginning of that verse, every good gift and every perfect gift is from him. He gives good and perfect gifts. Some of you may say, man, I'm good at listening. Hmm. I'm observant. I have good hands. I mean, who knows? Let's go to Matthew 7, 7. But I guarantee you, everybody has a gift. And if you don't know what your gift is, I love this translation. There's so much persistence here. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. So you need to talk to God about your gift. You say, man, I don't know what to do here. I want to serve, but let me just give you guys some easy, quick, fast, efficient advice. You show up at church, you show up in life, in the community, you say, I don't know what my gift is. Everybody's gift is to serve somehow. Just find out how you can serve. Can you serve 
by translating because you speak two languages? Can you serve by lifting things because you're strong? Can you serve by listening? Can you serve by helping? Can all of us serve by praying? Scripture says, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. The greatest gift of all was Jesus. And now that you have Jesus, you can give that gift to people. You can share your faith. That's the gift. Talk to God. Keep on asking and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. So number one today, ask God. Okay, Ask him to show you your gift, the gift he's given you because he knows. He knows the gift he's given you. Number two today, ask yourself. What do I like doing? Let's take an inventory. You say, man, what, what do I like doing? Well, some may say, I like playing chess. Okay, well, that's something. Let's see. Um, I like cooking. I like giving. We brought that up already. I like helping people pick out the right clothes. Hmm, I, I wouldn't be much help with that, right? <laughs> I might have you wearing hiking boots and shorts. Uh, not that bad, but you just never know. Once again, fashion's not my area. What do I enjoy? What am I good at? What interests me? Now, it's got to be legal and moral to be a gift from God, all right? Like legal and moral. What am I good at? What catches my eye? Let's go to 1 Corinthians 7, 7. This is an interesting translation. The Apostle Paul is talking about being single. He's not married. We don't know the whole story. There's theories about that. But the Apostle Paul, as far as we know, he was not married when he's writing much of the New Testament. But look what he says. Yet each person has a special gift from God of one kind or another. You say, man, how is being single a gift? Some of you are like, is that a curse? Is being single a gift? Actually, for those of you that are married or have been married, you know that when you're married, you focus on each other a lot. And the Apostle Paul talks about that. And that's how it should be. If you're going to be married, there's going to be some sacrifices. You're going to take care of each other. You focus on each other a lot. You're a focal point of much of life, and it should be that way. The Apostle Paul, all he had was God. That's interesting. I don't have his gift. I love being married to my wife. I don't have his gift. That's his gift. But he could focus on God and writing letters to churches and seeking God. Wow, what a powerful gift. That's very rare and unique, though. Not everybody's called to that, man or woman. People are like, he's single? How on earth? I'm telling you. That's a gift. He said it was a gift. It is. He was able to do things that other people weren't able to do. He was able to travel without his wife worrying about him. A gift to him. So ask yourself, what, what is the gift of God in me? 2 Timothy 1.6, we don't have to go there. That's not in the lineup this morning. But it says, stir up the gift of God in you. One translation says, fan it into flames. Fan it into flames. Some of you can fix stuff. Some of you can hammer a nail. Some of you, when you try to hammer, you keep hitting the wrong nail, right? <laughs> I had a guy tell me that one time. I, I was youth pastor that summer. We were raising money. We put an ad in the paper, and, man, people were calling. Y'all raising money for your trip. I need some handyman work. I need this. They had us doing all kinds of strange stuff. Two summers in a row, two or three summers in a row we did that. One summer they had us picking black-eyed peas and okra out past state line, out in the middle of nowhere. I don't even, man, that could have been a real fiasco. Just go out there and pick, and then you can't find nobody, and then you can't get paid. I don't know. They paid us. I don't even remember the details. We were picking black-eyed peas. <laughs> 
But I remember one time, what we were, I was hammering, and I kept hitting the wrong nail. And the guy I was hammering for, I was doing work. He said, you got to climb up here. You're young, and you balance on the ladder. The ladder's not very good. I'll hold it. And he had some, some sheds with metal, and he said, you need to nail those down for me, and I'm going to pay the youth group for y'all's trip this summer. Get on up there. And I would hammer my nail over and over again, and every time he'd say, wrong nail. How irritating. And I loved him. He's gone on to be with the Lord. How he do it? And he'd do it. He'd get the biggest kick out. It was hot outside, and I'm hammering the nails and doing good, and then hammer my nail. Oh, wrong nail. What's your gift? What's your gift? Ask yourself, what do you like doing? Do you like construction? Do you like working as a, as a clerk, a cashier? What do you like? What do you like doing? So you find out. God begins to speak to you. Ask yourself. Ask God. Number three, as you find your gift or even you're still in search of your gift, you begin to practice. You say, man, I don't know what my gift is, but I'm going to practice serving. I'm going to find my gift. I'm going to practice being around people. I'm going to practice working in these areas of, you know, I'm a little antisocial in that area. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get better. I'm going to practice it. This is also good for if you've already stumbled across your gift or God has shown you your gift or you found the things you like and you're like, that's a gift from God. I need to practice it. Go to James 1.22. You not only need to put God's word into practice, but you need to practice God's word as you practice your gift. Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling whom? Yourselves. So get into God's word, let that be your practice, but as you practice God's word, begin repeating and practicing your gift, whatever that is. Do what the word says daily, but you can put his word into practice as you start developing your gift. Let's go to Philippians 4.9. What does that say? Huh, the Apostle Paul. He says, keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Huh, keep putting into, into practice. Everything you heard from what? From me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. I'm going to tell you right now, you want to get better at something? Practice it. Practice it. I am still not, this is just an example here, I'm still not a chess master. I love chess. I don't play it a lot. I haven't played it in a while. But I tell you, over the time that I was practicing and practicing and practicing, not because I was a chess genius, just from the practice, I would recognize moves and know how to counter them. I'd know how to I'd get better. Ephraim's really good at chess. My brother's good at chess. They've got some chess players over there. And it comes through practice, though. You get better by practicing. Okay? I haven't, I haven't played in a while since I played Ephraim for, for the holidays. But whatever your gift is, you've got to practice it. You say, man, I'm, I'm really good in business. I, I, I'm, I'm leaning toward business. Why don't you read up on some business books? Why don't you learn? You say, man, I got to go to college. Guess what? College is great. You do not necessarily have to go to college to get everything you need. Isn't that a nice news flash? College is great. Praise God. But I'm telling you, a lot of people don't go to college, and they learn because they are lifelong learners, and they're reading the Word. They're reading other things. They're applying God's wisdom. They're studying. They're reading business books. They're reading books in the area of their expertise or the area where they desire to be better at or the areas that they are gifted, and they get better in those areas, and they practice. So you as a believer, you say, man, I want to be skillful in the Word. I want to be a better believer. I want to be a better Christian. I want to serve better. Practice your faith. Practice your faith. As you practice your faith, God will point out gifts to you. 
As you practice your faith, you'll come across things. Did you know just in serving, I've found areas where I'm gifted, just in serving as a, as a minister? I said, man, hey, praise God, I can help with that. I can do that. I can help you with this. Okay, I know a little bit about that. You start to develop as you practice your faith and practice your gift. Somebody look at me and say practice. Someone say practice makes better. They, I know they say practice makes perfect, but dad always growing up, he said, no, nobody's perfect. Practice makes better. So somebody say practice. Somebody say, I will practice. All right, good. You've already committed. You said it in church. You're in trouble now. I tricked you. I'm just messing with you. So practice it. Practice it. Now, number four today, this ties into number three. But share your gift. Share it. Ask yourself, how can I honor God with the gift he's given me? How can I help, encourage, bless, edify, or strengthen others around me with this gift that God has given me? How can I do it? What can I, what can I do? Let's go to Luke 6.38. This is beautiful, and people just think this is for money, but it is not. It's for everything. It's the law of sowing and reaping or for giving away a pair of shoes, or for giving away clothes, or for giving away time. This works. Look, give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount, what? You get back. So share your gift. I always believed my smile was a gift. I've met people and smiled at them, and they've said, Man, you just brightened my day. Really? How? They're like, you were so nice and you were just smiling so much. Man, you cheered me up. I've had people tell me that. Strangers, just because I was nice to them at the cash register or in an aisle at, at a store or, or somewhere else or out on the street or just being nice to somebody or somebody came to do work for me or here at the church and I was just nice to them. And they said, man, thank you. I needed that. You're so nice and you're, you're so friendly today and you're, you're in a good mood. And you're, guess what? Your mood, if it's positive, can be a gift. Really? How about you're even keel, though? You're not easily rattled. You're not dramatic. That's a gift. Can you imagine if you're in the emergency room and you're fully awake and cognizant and the doctor is having a heart attack? Ah! I don't know. Oh, my gosh. This is nothing like med school. What's going on? Nurse, save him. He's dying. He just lost all the blood in his body. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, that's a mistake. That's not him. No, he didn't lose all of his blood. Oh, and you're in there. You're freaked out. You don't want a doctor that, whose nerves are just messed up and shot. No. Calm always helps, doesn't it? I tend to be dramatic, but there, there's some areas, there's times where I've been really calm under pressure, times when I was not. <laughs> I remember, I remember uh, my baby sister and Jen, they were, we were on a mission trip, and Elaine was like, you know what? Elaine loves for me to pick on her. I'm not making fun of her, but this is a funny story. Elaine goes, she was, they were on the mission trip, and Elaine goes, she's telling Jen or one of us, I'm really calm under pressure or something. And then a dog came out and chased him. And then Elaine was like pushing Jen and trying to get away. <laughs> she was, I, think it was the, I think it made it funny because Elaine had just been talking about how she was calm under pressure. And she was, but not with dogs chasing her. We've, we've figured out that she's not calm, calm under pressure when dogs chase her. 
In other areas, she was very calm under pressure. She was like, okay, how can we handle this? But a dog showed up, and then Jen said, man, I just got a rocking through. And those dogs were harmless. We got to know them later. But you don't know that, right? And what happens with dogs? It happened to me yesterday. I don't know that I was calm under pressure, but um, we're out of town, and our, the dogs got away from me. I didn't have them on leashes. There were two little dogs, and it was a big, it was a disaster. <laughs> I'm like shouting at the owner of the little dogs. He's all flushed. I'm all, our dogs won't hurt you, but two 80-pound, 90-pound dogs running full speed at the other dogs. What do dogs do? They chase stuff that moves. Oh, man. Lesson learned. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount what? You get back. What is your gift? You got to find out and you got to start sharing it. You say, man, in the meantime, I really don't know what to do. What do I do? Begin to ask God. Ask yourself. Start to practice what you're finding and practice your faith as you practice your gifts that you're uncovering. And then you begin to share it. And here's an interesting thing about these last two points. You practice your gift by sharing it. And you share your gift by practicing it. Does that make sense? Are you still with me? Practice, practice it by sharing it. And share it by practicing it. Some of you are great cooks. Find a way to bless people with that. Some of you, man, can explain, can explain instructions to people that don't make sense to them. You can simplify it and help them. Some of you are good at smiling. Some of you are not dramatic. Some of you, some of you say, man, I'm emotional. That's, is that even a gift? Hey, you can, you can keep that in check, but yeah, you can be excited. You can pump people up. Scripture says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You know what my mom used to tell me? <clears throat> She used to say, man, she'd say, your joy is a gift. I'd say, really? She'd say, yeah, when you get here, it strengthens me. I feel, I feel less tired when you come around. She told me that years ago. She said, your joy really lifts me up. I just come in. And I'd get in trouble, too. It's when she was, she was the principal of the academy years and years ago. She was the founder, she and dad, but she was the principal of the academy. And as a principal, sometimes she'd be in the classroom as a supervisor. And don't get me wrong, there are plenty of times that my joy was not a gift to her. Y'all know who worked in the classroom. I'd walk in, hey, how's everybody doing? How are y'all doing? And they're like, this is a no-talking zone. I was like, what? Okay. You know, it wasn't always a gift. But there were times she was tired or not feeling good or something. I'd come in and she'd feel like her spirits had, had been lifted. Praise God. A gift is a gift. You just got to learn how to use it, right? Got to learn how to use it. Say, no, man, it's just my gift. No, you can't let that get out of control then. Then it causes damage. Okay? Say, I'm, I'm very gifted. I'm very observant with colors and coordinating. I'm going to just start singling people out, man. Your socks are neon. They don't go with that navy blue there. The, you look like, that's, that's awful. Or, no, you got to be wise with your gift. Okay? Got to be wise with your gift. So ask God. Ask yourself. Practice it as you practice God's word and practice obedience to his word, and you share it. Remember, a gift is your empowerment to do something. It's God's favor on your life in some area. So my question for you today in closing is what is the gift that God has given you? If you know, why aren't you using it? If you're using it, don't stop. Don't slow down. Keep practicing it. Keep sharing it. It's a gift God gave you. All right? 
It's very, very important in God's kingdom. And that's how you can really, really, really be great at living life is awakening your gift. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes today, if you would, please. I believe Pastor Jen already led folks in a prayer to accept Jesus today, to make him the Lord of their life. But you, you say, man, I really want to awaken my gift. Well, you can't do that without Jesus in your heart. You cannot give glory to God with your gift if you're not a child of God, having not accepted him yet. So just to make sure, is there anybody who did not raise their hand when Pastor Jen called for it earlier, and you say, I want to accept Jesus and make him the Lord of my life, would you raise your hand and I'll pray with you? Anybody that didn't respond to that, just want to make sure. All right. Now, right where you are, if God is speaking to you about the gift that he has given you, Right where you are, I want you to raise your hand. God is speaking to you about your gift. You say, man, mine is to play a sport. Mine is to speak. Mine is to be calm under pressure. Mine is whatever. Mine is to share and give. If God is dealing with you about your gift, let me see those hands again all over this place. He's speaking to you about your gift today. Praise God. Here's what I want you to do. Everybody in the house, stand to your feet, please. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed, I want you to begin to just tell God things like this and ask God things. Say, say, Father, show me my gift. Speak to me. I want to be an asset to your kingdom. I want to give in certain areas. I want to reach people. They can't be reached by others with my gift. It's all yours, God. When I leave here one day, I'm not taking anything with me. Even my gifts were given to me, Father, by you. And I want to use them for your glory, for your kingdom, to touch lives, to help people, to strengthen, encourage, edify. And to make a difference. Remind me of my gift in God. Speak to me today. I'm not going to keep waiting. And somebody say this with me and say it loudly. Say, I commit that I will not make excuses. I will not make excuses. Somebody say this. Say, excuses are usually not true anyway. I will not make excuses. I will use the gift that God has given me. And I will seek God on how I can serve. Serve Him and serve others better. I believe. I thank you, Lord. Awaken my gift. In Jesus' name, amen. This is just the beginning for you. Don't put it off. Everybody look at me. Don't put it off. Okay? Make sure you're using the gifts God has given you. And some of you are like, I'm not sure. Is that a gift? Keep doing the things you like and ask God about them. Say, God, is this a gift for your kingdom? If you like it and you're good at it and it's legal and moral, it's a gift from God. All right? And it's interesting, though. Sometimes God gives us gifts and we don't want to use them. 
I ran, man, I knew I had a call to the ministry, and man, for a while I ran from it. That's a gift from God, and he's not going to take that gift back. How will I find satisfaction in life, true satisfaction, doing what God has created me to do, walking in the gifts that he's given me? Are you with me? Love you guys very much. You're such a good, good audience. Please be seated today. Love you guys. Anybody need an envelope for tithe or offering today? Go ahead and raise a hand. There's a hand right there. There's some hands over there. Thank you, thank you. Anybody need an envelope for tithe or offering? Speaking of giftings, um, Ayana's going to be going off to college pretty soon. She's our God baby, and she's also just a daughter of this church and a daughter of her wonderful parents, and she's a great family member, a great church member, and so she's down, to, I think, to two schools. So we're praying for you, sweetheart. You're going to make a good choice. And you're going to do great. You're going to use your gift. You're going to use the gift that God has given you. That's so exciting. Does anybody else need an envelope for tithe or offering? Anyone at all? No? Let's pray. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for the opportunity to give, Lord God. We thank you for the great opportunity and privilege it is to serve you with the money you've given us, God. This is part of your covenant, and this is part of our worship today, God. And we do it with excitement and joy. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'd like to say a special thanks to Pastor John and 512. 512 has really been helping out the past several weeks here. Uh, the core and different youth members are helping with all kinds of stuff, and Pastor John's been activating them. So we're so grateful for their service here at church. So praise God. Um, some of you, right before we go, some of you got a text from Pastor Fabian yesterday, and I don't know if anybody did it, but if you did, I want to take a moment and pray with you and pray for you. Dad sent out a text yesterday and said, if you have some olive oil or some anointing oil you'd like us to pray for, then bring it to church, and we'd like to pray over it. It can be a point of contact, and you're going to be using this olive oil to touch different things you're praying for, to anoint your house or different things. So if anybody brought their olive oil with them, and they want us to speak over it today and pray over it for God's special anointing on it, would you please bring it to the front? Did anybody show up with some olive oil today? A few of you did. Praise God. Come on up. Let's pray. I didn't want to forget that. That's very important. And you're going to be, man, applying this to your situation, your kids, your home, whatever you're believing God for. People say, what is anointing oil for? Well, one of the things in Scripture says that we'll lay hands on the sick, we'll put anointing oil on them. All right? It's a point of contact. It's a symbol of God's presence. It's a symbol of His favor. It's a symbol of His anointing. And when you do things that activate faith in you, then it's very powerful. So let's agree today. And I'm going to just touch these right here in Jesus' name. Everybody in the house, go ahead and stand to your feet one more time, if you would, please.